Welcome to the Plan Simple Meals podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, one meal at a time. The Plan Simple Meals podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier, happier home. Listen in for informative conversations and valuable strategies to make meals healthy, meaningful, and fun. Let's do this. Hey, you guys, it's Mia here. I'm actually going to do a short podcast this week. It's going to be a short solo episode, and here's why. I, as you might have heard in other intros, I'm a little overwhelmed this fall by everything that's gone down around us. The hurricanes, the earthquake, the fires in Northern California, the craziness in Las Vegas, and then last week, the whole Me Too thing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please go Google it. And as I was seeing just hundreds and hundreds of Me Too's on Facebook, I don't. I was so struck. And I, I wasn't really surprised because I, I know the stats, but I was just really struck. And it pulled me out of a zone. It pulled me out of a place I was in. And it was a good thing. It pulled me out of a place that I guess maybe in hindsight, I'm not so proud of. And here's why. As you guys know, if you're listeners for the past four weeks, at least, you know that I have this new product called the Flow Planner that I've been launching on Kickstarter. And this project means so much to me. It means so much to me to get out into the world. And I decided to launch it on Kickstarter. I'm not sure why, but I just love the idea of crowdfunding. I've done it successfully in the past. So that's where this planner went live. Um, and it's been a journey. It went a little bit differently than I thought it would. I'm assuming a lot of that has to do with every all the craziness that I just talked about that's been going on in the world. And it's just a busy time of year. And so I'm not sure why, but I'm actually not sure that the Kickstarter campaign is going to be successful if it's going to work. Maybe it will. I have seven more days as I'm recording this, but I don't know. And I'm okay with that. But what happened with all these Me Too's was I realized how important, how important it is that I step up to the best version of myself that I can as a parent. And I was feeling just very buried in work and marketing and getting this thing out there and pushing and launching and contacting enough people in a day. And as all these Me Too's were coming in and I had this list of emails that needed to go out that day, it was the afternoon and I had picked up my kids and checked in with them and was with them. They were in the home, my house doing homework. My son came in and he said, I need a hug. And something had struck me a couple months ago. I heard an interview with Danielle Laporte, another person that if you don't know, please look up. And she just came out with a great book. And she was being interviewed a lot. And in one of her interviews, I forget with whom, she shared that there's something behind a 20-second hug. And that very often we don't hug that long. And that's something that she'd always committed to giving her son. And I actually shared that with my kids. And ever since then, my I can see my son counting his 20 seconds. And I love that I have a 13-year-old that still hugs. And when he came in and asked for a hug last week, and I had been reading all these Me Too's, and I had this list of emails in front of me, you know, I I was just thinking, 
in my head for a brief second, I really need to finish one more email and then I'm going to come hug you. And it didn't come out of my mouth, thank goodness. And I stood up and I hugged him. And in the hug, I was just thinking, what am I thinking that I have to send out one more email? What message is that? And, you know, well, of course, of course, there's always time for a 20 second hug. And like, how have I even created a situation where for even a nanosecond, I would think that there isn't. And that's why I'm here on this episode. So I'm actually recording this in California. At that same time of the Me Too's and the hug, I was getting everything in order so that my kids were well taken care of for four days while I came out here. Um, it's an amazing, I'm meeting some amazing people. I'm out here. I had, it was a sort of impromptu situation, but it all came together very quickly. And in that moment, I was also feeling a little guilty. I was having the mom guilt. Like, who am I to go to California for four days, even though I knew it was an important thing that I was doing? But who am I to do that? It was important for, for planned simple meals for my work. Um, and I was just thinking, who am I to take this time? And then I was in that hug and I was thinking about the Me Too's and I was thinking about you guys and I was thinking, who am I not to? And if I'm going to be able to show up for these hugs and never, ever have that nanosecond where I'm like, I need to email, that means I have to take really good care of myself and I have to take really good care of my business and that it's all a big I hate the word balance. It's it, it, it's not a balancing act. What is it? It's all staying in the flow, right? So here I am launching this planner that I'm not sure will work, giving my son a hug, knowing I have to go off to California and feeling like I'm really not living in the flow. Like I've put all of my energy into this hustle and I'm not focused on what really matters and what I what I know I want to really matter in my life. And that's really showing up and modeling for these kids. And it's funny because I don't think there's a simple solution to any of this. Um, I needed to hop on that flight. I actually needed that six hours. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what I did on that six hours. I needed that six hours. I needed this extra morning that I had to record this podcast and to do some writing and to just take a step back. And I need these three days to bring Plan Simple to the next level. And I really, really, really needed that hug from my son. And I needed to connect back into my power as a mom. And I just think it's all so important. And we need to take time to really figure out all those different, different facets that make life. And the thing that I am realizing is that everything we do matters and that our kids are watching. They're watching us. And what we do matters so much more than what we say when our kids are, what we're talking about, really with, when everybody, right? I mean, what we do matters more than what we say because the, our kids are watching, our colleagues are watching, families watching and it's our actions just speak so much more than than what we say and I was feeling really out of alignment in that moment so what I wanted to hop on and share with you is just some practices that have made a really really big difference 
um, in my world and tapping back in. And I don't know, like, it's funny. I've actually recorded this episode quite a few times and I finally thought I got it last time and then there was no sound. So I'm hopping on for like the sixth time to record this episode. I'm hoping it all works out sound wise. Um, and it's getting short and shorter and shorter as we go because now it's been like two hours, even though this episode is only going to be, you know, 25 minutes. But I just wanted to be clear that in that moment of that hug and going away in all these things that have happened in our world, um, me as someone who teaches a lot about work, life, food, balance, I was feeling pretty out of balance. And I needed to get back into balance pretty quickly. Because what happens when we get out of balance is that we put our priorities, they're not right. Like, it wasn't right that I needed to email before I, I hugged my son. It wasn't right that I had to check a tweet in the middle of a family dinner. Um, it wasn't right that I was feeling all this sort of pressure around the planner doing the right thing in 30 days when there's a whole, this is a, a lifetime of work. And I need to give it the space that I need to give it. So, and I needed to let go of the outcome because, you know, I'm only going to have an eight-year-old for as long as I have an eight-year-old and an 11-year-old as long as I'm going to have an 11-year-old and a 13-year-old as long as I'm going to have a 13-year-old. In fact, the 13-year-old's about to be 14. And I needed to focus on them. I needed to give that 13-year-old a hug. And I needed to be in a space where I could do that with my whole self. And so that's what got me on, what, that's what got me to where I got on the plane. So yesterday I flew out to California. I had six hours. I spent that time really trying to redefine my season or define my season because I just am starting with today. Um, and this is a practice I do almost every 90 days, though I have to admit because I got knocked off my knocked off where I wanted to be um, in the past month in terms of my priorities and where I felt I was on that day where I got asked for a hug, um, I, I needed to re I needed to do it again. So I had done it in September. I wasn't quite through the 90 days, but I needed to do it again. I needed the quiet of the plane. Um, I needed the space. I needed the paper. I needed, I needed those six hours and I actually didn't do it for the full six hours, but I, I really did give myself the space to have those six hours. And I just thought about like, what I want all the areas to look at. And the funny thing is, is that what I feel like I'm letting go of in this podcast is the outcome of what happens with the flow planner, but it is the flow that I tap back into. So I literally put on a piece of paper, like this is where I want to be. This is what I want in this season, in this next 90 days. This is what I want, where I want to tap back into with food. Um, because in the craziness of the past four weeks, I had even gotten off my own um, trajectory with food. And, you know, I want meals to look this way. Um, I want to give my time to food this way. I want to be eating this food. I really mapped it out for myself. And then I went through lifestyle and I, you know, put down what I really wanted. I want time for creativity. I want time to really connect with my kids. Um, that was a gift of being on the road last year that, um, I'm feeling disconnected from a little bit this year with the kids back in school and me being in this big launch period of the planner. Um, I 
want our home to feel a certain way. I want to declutter. Um, I want to redo some pillows. I really spent some time just writing down. I want to tap back into date night. I want to make sure never to make that go away. I want to get the systems in place to make that happen. Um, since we've been home, we our child, like our, our situation is different. We don't have someone in our house who can be with the kids if I just decide to go out anymore. Um, you know, and I have an amazing mother-in-law and she travels a lot. So when she's there, we have date night, but I want to be able to make it more consistent. Like, how do we consistently do that? So I really spent time imagining that. And then the O in OM is for sort of the spiritual self-care practices. And oh my gosh, you guys, for me, these are the first things to go when it gets busy and work because I, it's like work comes first, then kids then food and though there can be self-care in all of those things like actually the hug is very self-nurturing with my son and you know hugs are self-nurturing moments of connection are self-nurturing so can food is self-nurturing but just really zeroing in on those things that can make you or me show up fully is really important and it's so easy to let go of as a busy mom so for me, that's five minutes of meditation, just committing to that daily. Um, for me, it's planning each day and just being able to stick by that plan or without judgment, just being able to go back at the end of the day and seeing where that went off. It's about going on a walk each day before I start my work. Um, it's about the food that I put in my body and you know, really knowing what my body needs at any moment. Um, what else is in my um? It's about moving my body regularly um, and getting the right amount of sleep every day. And a lot of these things I've put into jeopardy in the past four weeks. So I wrote down all how I want all that to look like specific. So with sleep, it's like, don't bring your computer up to the bedroom, stay downstairs and do work till you're ready to go to bed. Um, commit to not having to work at least three nights a week so that you're just reading a book or, um, you know, hanging out with my, my husband, whatever it happens to be, but not doing work stuff. So I really got granular. I really imagined. And then with the work, there was still stuff I want to do, but I, I found myself pivoting a little bit and not putting myself in a position where I felt like I was pushing um, and really being able to come at it from a place of joy because this body of work, this planner, is the most joy I felt around anything ever. But somehow in the marketing and spreading the word of it, I lost sight of that a little bit. So how do I get back into that? So a lot of what I'm telling you right now is way more in the moment 